it's your your determination your motivation your inspiration in life the way you make you know um people feel especially when it comes to the motivating side of things um your ambition is something i guess i'm just making you feel good right now i feel like this is oh, like, this is great <laughs> you love it you love it oh my gosh what's going on everyone welcome to the successful smitty podcast i have a super awesome guest here today you guys may recognize her if you know me uh, her name is tam peterson Tam's a super yacht chief stew, and she's super passionate about traveling and loves to document her journeys and experiences through social media. And she also happens to be my lovely girlfriend. So uh, welcome to the podcast, babe. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> I <course>. feel honored. <laughs> of course. So we have our three-year anniversary coming up here in a few days. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about our relationship and just things like how we've navigated doing long distance and maybe some of the challenges we face face along the way or some of the things we've learned maybe. So, um, but yeah, before we get into that, just tell us a little bit more about yourself. Oh. <laughs> well, I am originally from South Africa and I've been traveling since I was 18 years old. I went over to the USA to carry on with my swimming I finished swimming and studying in Kentucky, mm -hmm. and I got my my degree there as well. And since I finished college, I've always wanted to, you know, go into the yachting industry and just travel the world. And I've done that since. So I've been in the yachting industry now for five years, and I'm really enjoying it. And I guess through going to Union College, I met you so hmm. that's a little bit about myself um I could be here for days talking about myself but yeah awesome <laughs> perfect so yeah let's jump right into it uh, so I'll start off with this obviously so like I said before we've been in a relationship for just about three years it'll be three years and in exactly two days which is very exciting so what do you feel like uh, every quality relationship needs to have for it to work every quality mm -hmm. like a, I definitely like a good, think like, a, like a good quality relationship um i think i normally have three qualities um that i feel make a relationship work and that's definitely honesty. Um, that's definitely one of my top um, qualities in every relationship because it's inevitable. You need to be honest in every relationship in mm -hmm. order for it to work. I I think that's from you know my personal experience. Um, trust, and I guess openness. I think I say openness because of being in a long distance relationship um when you're not together all the time um you kind of have to be a lot more open to 
all the kind of things that you say, especially if you're, you know, far away from one another, you, you need to have a little bit more respect for each other's, you know, daily, you know, routine, um, the time difference. Um, so I, I definitely think the three qualities that I personally think for a relationship to work really well would be honesty, trust, and openness. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree with that. Those are very important. Because, yeah, I mean, we've, we've definitely had to learn and experience all three of those things to help our relationship. The trust, the honesty, being open to each other and new ideas, or especially different cultures, obviously, because you're from South Africa. I'm from America. So there's a lot of things that maybe you did that for me, I was like, what? I was like, I don't get what you're doing or I don't get what that means or what you're saying. Like this means something different in the U S and same for me with you. So we've definitely had to learn and adjust in regards to that stuff. And what do you feel like a lot of those, I mean, obviously I already said that we have embodied those in our relationship, but do you feel like there's any other values that you feel like have helped our relationship specifically? Communication. Hmm, for sure definitely. i think oh, yeah. i think the communication and i mean maybe communication should actually be one of the top relationship values but i think for you and i it would definitely be communication because i am south african i have a certain way of saying things i have a certain way of understanding things you're american you know you also brought up differently to living in a different country and you may understand something um, maybe someone will say something and we're both just misinterpret it in, you know, in, in a completely different way. Um, oh, sorry, I understand it in a different way. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's why communication for me mm -hmm. would be something that you and I definitely have to really and still work on, you know? Right. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely been an ongoing process of trying to develop that communication muscle or whatever you want to call yeah. it what, what would you say are some tips for people doing long distance like how have we how, how do you feel like we've been able to make our long our long distance relationship work i know obviously we have communication that we, we talked about but what, what other mm -hmm. things have helped us with our long distance specifically i think just not taking advice from other people because it's easy as much as people are looking out for you and as much as people want the best for you, it's easy for people to, to make comments or to give advice when they're not in that situation. Um, because long distance relationships aren't easy. When I say not easy, I mean, it's just you and me, you know, we don't like to involve other people in it because it's not between anyone else, but you and I, um, mm -hmm. But the advice I would give is just to always, always communicate. And I know that sounds so like cliched, but the reason why you and I, you know, have, you know, been able to do this for such a long time too, is because we're, we've really worked hard on communicating because yes, it's time consuming and FaceTiming and always texting when we can't FaceTime, it is, it takes up a lot of your day and mm -hmm. we both have goals and we both have different when I say paths, I mean, we're both, you know, sort of different industries at the moment and we're not exactly on the same path, mm -hmm. you know, in a sense. 
we have to also like make sacrifices, not to our own detriment, but um, I would say you just need to have a lot of patience as well. That's something mm -hmm. I've also had to work on, um, especially when we've had long days. And then of course we haven't spoken to each other for a while. We need to now speak um, and communicate, speak about our day, how we are feeling, you know, and you want to be with your partner all the time so that when they come home, you can speak to them, you can make them feel better, you can be affectionate, but you and I don't have that when we're not together. So um, I would say for people who are still doing it or who are doing it, or maybe there are people out there who are struggling with it, you just got to be really patient and you have to communicate. I would be, I think my number one piece of advice was just stick to your own relationship and don't let other people's, you know, thoughts and opinions influence your relationship. Mm -hmm. I agree. That actually reminds me when, so one of my best friends, this is probably a year or two ago. I'm not going to say his name, but you'll know who I'm talking about. He was in a relationship and once they ended up breaking up, I remember it was like everyone they acted like it was their relationship. Like everyone, all the outside people, like friends, family, they all wanted to give their advice and their input on it. And like people were choosing sides and stuff. And it was like causing all this drama. And I remember he was saying, you know, this is my relationship. This is not like our relationship, like everybody's. This is me between me and this specific person. Um, mm -hmm. and, and yeah, that's true. You're going to get a lot of outside opinions about a lot of different things probably just about everything in your relationship but you know yourself better than anyone else knows you and you also mm -hmm. know your current situation better than anyone else knows your current situation granted i think it's okay still to take advice from other people but you have to i was just gonna know. yeah i was just gonna say that sorry to interrupt i was gonna say that too i've i'm the first person to say that i always go you know to really really close friends or certain family members for advice but you need to remember you can take their advice and whatever they say you need to kind of take with a pinch of salt because if you are unhappy let's just say for example and then you say these things and you kind of you know mention the negative you know parts of your relationship of course that person who's your close friend or family member they're going to try and like lift you up by saying something like mm are you, do you think you should still do this? Or do you know that like they're kind of, it's going to naturally be negative, you know, if you give them negative feedback. Um, but I still should, you know, I mean, I would recommend still reaching out to close friends, but I wouldn't recommend reaching out if you've had a fight or if you, you know, I don't know. I just sometimes feel like not letting people know too much about your relationship Mm -hmm. is probably something that I've had to work on as well because I reach out to a lot of friends a lot of the time when I'm going through a bit of a rough patch or if I'm going through a tough time. Um, but you also don't want to have a negative impact on your partner to your friends. You know, you don't mm -hmm. want to put a negative taste, you know, um, in that sense. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, my go-to would be the as I said the communication but just feel free to still speak to people about it but the more people know the more they invest in your relationship that's something I've learned as well mm -hmm. that's true what, what do you think are, have been some of the challenges like in our relationship specifically that has really helped shape 
either yourself or um, just helped our relationship grow. I think, and I, I, I think this is one of the most important challenges that you and I have faced um, would be the time difference and being in two different countries at the same time. Um, I think yeah. when you were in California and you were training um, and I was in Europe working on a boat, uh, you were com you were on your own schedule. I was on my own schedule. When I needed to get off the boat to take a break, get away from, you know, crew members, because you do, you need, you need, you need your own space. You need, have, or I do, I need to have a break and just actually get off the boat those times that I needed to get off the boat was the time that you and I needed to speak because it was the only gap that we had, you mm -hmm. know, and it became really hard. And that is something I will say it, it tested my patience. And I realized I do actually have a lot of patience, but that part of our relationship was really, really hard for me. And that is probably one of the biggest challenges I've had to face in a really long time. Um, because you're trying to balance your own personal happiness and then you're trying to balance a relationship long distance, um, which isn't always easy. And then I, and then, you know, speaking from experience, we used to start fighting more often and more often because either one of us was a bit tired, most probably me. Um, and I don't know, I think another challenge would be the sacrifices because sometimes it's important to make sacrifices in, in relationships and friendships, but as long as it's not affecting your goals, mm -hmm. um, which I think is very important because both of us are very good at goal setting and keeping our eyes focused on what we want to accomplish. Um, and I guess another challenge would be our cultures because I sometimes misread you, you know, if you just say something really innocent, I might take it as in like an, an offense because I'm used to someone speaking to me like that from my own country. Hmm. Um, so I think the communication from our cultures sometimes becomes a challenge, but it's made us appreciate each other even more because we are starting to learn more about each other's cultures. And I think that's something that I've, really really appreciated so much about our relationship because it's been a challenge to kind of like understand one another but from that we've been able to grow and learn more about each other so that's mm -hmm. why you're starting to speak like me and say the things that i say because uh, <laughs> i guess that's just <laughs> that's just you right yeah i know i already noticed my accent starting to change and no i'm just joking <laughs> no it's not <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i, I agree the the distance, like the time zone difference was definitely one of the more challenging times of our relationship because like you said, you know, a lot of times when you're in person, if you have like a tough day, you know, you can come home and your significant other, they might be there to help make you feel better and like be there for you. But with the time zone difference, you were nine hours ahead, right? Yeah, you were ahead of me nine hours. Yeah, it was it was nine hours at that time, yeah. So let's say I would just get home from swim practice at like 10 in the afternoon. And then she's already almost about to eat dinner or she probably already ate dinner and is like slowly like winding down for the day. And like by the time I have to go to work, 
like after like sometime around noon maybe she's probably already almost in bed asleep because <laughs> she goes to, she goes to bed pretty early and so by the time i'm actually done with work she's been asleep for like four or five hours or however long i was working for and then like i don't have anyone to come home to and then same for her you know she might like i'll be asleep for the eight hours or however long it was whenever she's awake and then she has to deal with okay if i had a tough day like i have to wait another eight hours or however long it is to speak to him and definitely mentally it does take a toll on you a little bit like it's, it's okay obviously mm -hmm. like if you do it for like a week or so but like after how long did we do it for was it how many months were we at it nine was a hours good it was about two three months i think it was just over two months yeah. i know yeah <laughs> so yeah <laughs> month after doing it for one or two months you know it, it really does challenge you a lot and like you said you test your patience it really shows you like how patient you are and kind of like what you're made of um yeah that, that was very difficult but it definitely did help us grow a lot and one thing mm -hmm. I, I really appreciate about our relationship is every time we have really challenging moments and then once we finally both feel like we've gotten through them it's like literally the moment after it's like okay we finally figured this out I always feel like we become a lot closer like you just feel like a, a stronger bond between the two between the both of us you know and I still sometimes wonder how that is because normally if you have like a really tough time or if you're going through a rough patch or you're fighting a lot sometimes you don't necessarily not all couples or not all relationships go through that you know so sometimes I feel like we are very fortunate enough to feel closer um after we've had you know disagreements or we're going through a bit of a rough patch and it's normal and i'm i'm speaking on our experience it's normal to you know have rough time when i say rough times i mean going through a little patch where things may be a little bit stressful or i might be really stressed in my job you may be stressing for other reasons um could be job wise could be financially could be you know trying to achieve your goals you may not be getting you reaching your goals fast enough it's like all those small small tiny personal things that you're going through and I'm going through um and it's normal so it's okay to have a little argument or disagreement but it doesn't actually help because you're already doing long distance and that's already a challenge as it is um but I must say it's probably one of the easiest because I've done a long distance relationship before when I was a lot younger Obviously, I was very naive and immature back then as well. Um, so I didn't really, I guess, take that relationship as serious as this one. But this one has been easier, if that makes sense, because we've made it work. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people do ask me, like, how do you, I don't know how you do it. I don't know, Tam, you've done it for so long. Like, how do you even feel by not seeing him as often? But that comes with time, you know, because you and I didn't really see each other for quite a while the first two years you know mm -hmm. in the last year we've you know thankfully been able to see more of each other so mm -hmm. that really helped right I think also you know you said you're not sure how we like feel closer I think it comes down to both sides feeling like true either forgiveness or like truly letting whatever that was pass like just letting it go because if mm -hmm. you're still holding on to it or one side is I don't think you're going to have that feeling of like, okay, like I, I feel like we've really 
crush this challenge together. And like, it's almost like, remember in swim training, like you make, like when you're swimming in college and stuff and maybe you and your teammates had a super, super tough set. And, or maybe it was during like, you know, in those lactates, like however many 100s all out, you know, like where it burns and you just want to throw up and you do it, but you know that you're not alone. Like you're doing it together with your teammates. And once you get through that practice, or maybe it's like a challenging period in training, um, you feel so much closer with your teammates. You feel that that bond, like dang, we That's just true. crushed that together. So I, I feel like it's a, a similar a similar thing to that. True story. Yeah. <laughs> How have you handled and approached some of the difficult conversations with me? Because I know we've definitely had a lot of really difficult conversations with each other from both sides. And like, yeah, what what do you feel like? your approach to those conversations are because I mean, obviously when there's difficult conversation, a lot of times there's like the nerves that come up and it's like, Oh gosh, like maybe I shouldn't talk about this. Should I wait? Am I ready to speak about this? There's all these thoughts coming through your head. So how do you approach those? I think with me, um, when I want to bring up something in particular, you need to make sure that you're both, in a room where there's no one to disturb you and there's no one to distract you. Um, and my approach, I think, and I think you can agree, is by approaching that specific subject with ease. So not just going ahead and just asking questions or attacking, especially if it's like a really hard conversation to have. Mm -hmm. I think... I'm able to, because I, I, if I want to speak to you about something that's either bothering me or something that has upset me or something that's really difficult to talk about, I think in the past I, I struggled, you know, to be super, super open because it's hard. Sometimes you feel very vulnerable. Um, but I think with you, I've managed to try and slowly open the conversation so that, it, you know, kind of makes you feel more relaxed and you feel like, okay, this is, this is time for me to be honest or time for me to, you know, be open about whatever it is that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Because in the past I may have just been like, you know, asking or just directly just asking a question and it kind of like not freaks the partner out, but it kind of like gives that partner a wall so that they, they can't really open up and actually speak honestly and truthfully about, whatever the situation is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Because I, I remember also for me, when, whenever we first started, one thing I've had to work on is not being super reactive and like defensive. I remember I used to be very defensive early in our relationship. And then as I've, you've brought it more to my awareness and I, I've worked on it and I feel like now I've gotten a lot better about not being so defensive and reactive. Like when you say something, Yes, I am quick to correct you. I will say that, <laughs> but I, but I also don't. Uh, I, I don't think I, I snap as much on. Like, like if you say something I don't agree with, or um, or I feel like I'm being attacked, quote unquote. Um, I don't. I don't just snap so fast, you know. Mm -hmm. But true story. <laughs> another question is like, what are some ways that you? How did you know that I was right for you? I'll put it, I'll phrase it that way. Well, when a lot of people ask me this, I'm very honest and open about it mm -hmm. because when I first met you, 
it was very unexpected, firstly. And secondly, I wasn't planning on, you know, progressing because of the age difference, because it was new to me. I've never dated someone 10 years younger than me. And to this day, some people have still said, what, she's 10 years younger than you? Yeah. Um, but I think there was just one time, and it was very early on in our relationship, because I was very skeptical of your age, of naturally. Um, yeah. You sent me a book out of nowhere. You just, you asked for my address. I think you somehow sneakily got my address. Um, where Might I have was, been from Paige, you know, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe. It um, I, I really can't remember. But Maybe Paige or Shani, but um, <laughs> you sent me a really, you sent me a book. It was a David, Go David Goggins book, Can't Hurt mm -hmm. Me. And mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not the biggest reader, um, but you sent me a book that I never asked for. Um, and it was actually a book that I, I really, really needed. I didn't think I needed it at the time, but I was going through a really hard time when I met you, mm -hmm. physically, mentally, emotionally. And I read that book and once I finished it, I... I don't know. I there was just something in my brain that clicked, and I was like, "Wow, this guy's actually a little bit more mature than I thought." Um, <laughs> but I think it's it's your your determination, your motivation, your inspiration in life, the way you make you know um, people feel, especially when it comes to the motivating side of things. Um, your ambition is something, I guess. I'm just making you feel good right now. I feel like this is oh, like, this is great. <laughs> you love it. You're loving this right now. Oh my gosh. Um, I feel like I knew you were the one as well because of your ambition. You know, I've never actually been with someone who is this ambitious. And I feel like ambition for me is a huge thing. And always being active, always having goals. That's something that mm -hmm. I knew this is going to be my partner besides the love, besides how good looking you are. It's not all about that at the end of the day, just so you know. Um, <laughs> but I think it's your drive. And I knew I'm going to be with someone who I'm going to be able to grow with. And I think that for me is a huge thing. And of course, being in my thirties as well, early thirties, um, I feel like my, my values um, have changed over time too. You know, when you are when you are a lot younger, you have different values and qualities that you look for in a relationship. And mine have changed over time, obviously. You know, I mean it's a bonus that you're very good looking and you have an amazing body, but <laughs> it's not about that. Right. <laughs> Maybe we should cut that one out. Um but it's about your, I guess, your ambition and your drive, because I know that you're gonna bring out the best in me um going forward, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's important to, and from my perspective as well, to find someone who you can grow with and that challenges you and helps to make you a better person as well. Like you both are reciprocal. What is the word? You both help each other become better. Reciprocal? It's a mutual thing. Yeah, you reciprocate it. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and I, I don't know, maybe in just adding to that as well, one more thing. Um as much as sometimes we always want to bring out the best in each other, sometimes in really difficult situations, we have maybe brought up 
when I say the worst in each other, but when I say worst, I mean bringing up stuff from the past that has affected myself, has affected you. Um, I don't want people to misinterpret what I'm saying because if I say bring out the worst, it's not what I'm trying to say. When I say bring out the worst, mm -hmm. meaning bringing up stuff that you don't really speak about because it's your own personal insecurities it's your own personal issues it's your own personal things that you've dealt with on your own for the for your whole life you know and that's something about our relationship and I feel like it was just another thing added to why I want to be with you for the rest of my life is because you've brought out things that I've been able to admit from my past which I haven't ever been able to do in my past relationships and that's probably maybe that I think tops it as to why I want to be with someone like you. And I know that you're the one because if I can do that with you, then, you know, there's so much more to this relationship, you know, mm -hmm. to look forward to. Right. Yeah. I think that's super important also being able to express who you truly are and being able to be so vulnerable with the other person about like your past or where you've come from and, and even admitting things that, you may have never admitted to anyone before or like I know for myself I've learned things about myself being in this relationship is that really loud clock okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if you could hear that or not um yeah there's been things in this relationship that I've admitted or that I've learned about myself that are kind of not like embarrassing but I guess they're very like vulnerable things and it's something that things that you would be hesitant about sharing with somebody else and other people. But after learning those things about myself and being able to share them with you, you've been able to understand me better. And we've been able to, I feel like grow in our relationship a lot more because of those things. And same for you with me. True. True. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so I'm going to wrap this up, babe. Uh, I'm going to, I got one more question for you and then I'm gonna give you some speed questions that I didn't tell you about because I do at the end of every podcast. Oh so. man, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> last question is what do you feel like uh what, what are some of the mistakes that you feel like can sabotage relationships? I think holding on to things that have happened in the past. Mm -hmm. um that's definitely something that I'm speaking from experience mm -hmm. um if something happens whether it be in your previous relationship whether it happens in this relationship if you don't deal with something as a couple or as a team it's going to keep coming up going mm -hmm. like in you know in the future and that's not something you want to it's if it's negative and it's going to it's going to affect us it will affect us negatively um you also you know, taught me to, or you've actually questioned me um, if we've had a little disagreement and I bring something that up that's happened, you're the first to call me out and say, oh, so you haven't let that go yet. And obviously I get defensive, which is normal. I think for any woman out there, it's normal to get defensive. But if there's one thing I can say is going back to the question, don't hold on to something that's happened. If you cannot forgive and you cannot let go, then you cannot carry on with this relationship. That's my personal opinion. I'm not saying that's for everyone, but it's going to affect you um, 
somewhere down the line, whether it be two years, three years, five years, months, it could be, I don't know how long it could be, but I just think, yeah, holding on to something is a big mistake um, in any sort of relationship, especially long distance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess maybe another mistake that I think resonates with me is insecurity so it's natural for any person and i'm not just speaking about females in particular it's natural for someone who's had a really tough childhood has had a really tough um relationship um like experience um to bring up insecurities or to bring in insecurities from your past Mm -hmm. and easier said than done i know i can speak from experience uh when I first met you I mean I wasn't I wasn't sure I didn't I didn't really know but it didn't help us in the beginning of our relationship because I was naturally sort of insecure from previous relationships mm-hmm. um because of obviously how I was treated but um and that was obviously them being unfaithful let me just clear that one um but I think those are probably the top two mistakes that I think should you know, have close attention to when it comes to having a really good relationship or ha- making a relationship work really well, especially if you've been together for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think a big part of getting over insecurities in general for men or women is just learning to love yourself for who you are and realizing that it doesn't matter what other people say or what they think about you. Um I feel like the more you know yourself, the more you love yourself, naturally it's you're you're just gonna be able to work through those insecurities a lot better the more you get to mm-hmm. know and understand who you really are and love yourself. So um are you ready for the speed questions? No. Uh... All right, too bad. Sure. <laughs> All right, first question. Uh, what is the best piece of advice you've got that's impacted you the most? Um, I think one of my favorite quotes would be, well, when I say quotes, it's I prefer quotes because that's just my personal preference. Mm-hmm. Um, is just be yourself because everyone else is already <clears throat> taken, mm-hmm. which is so true. It's quoted by Oscar Wilde. Um, Good one. Next question. Well, next question was, what's your favorite quote and why? Oh. <laughs> um, Zanetti, give us a different quote. Okay. Uh, another quote that I really, really love is, the road to success is always under construction. True. There's no straight path. No. Yeah, there's always tons of obstacles that will come along the way, but that's what allows us to be successful is those challenges and obstacles because of what you learn from them. And you're always going to have obstacles on your path. It's just how you choose to deal with them is how you are going to succeed. Exactly. And then last question, actually technically there's one more, but what do you recommend? uh, What book do you recommend everyone should read? Oh, I I would recommend David Goggins, Can't Hurt Me. Um, that's one book that has actually changed my life and the way I think. Um, it's a really good one. However, I would recommend his new book, um, 
which is never finished, which I got for Christmas. I haven't read it yet, but I'm going to. But I would highly recommend reading David Goggins' Can't Hurt Me because that is a book that's really helped me and the way I think and how I think mentally mm -hmm. on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. And definitely you guys could check out his story too. He's got an insane um, story as far as like listening to his interviews and, and podcasts that he's been on. And David Goggins, if you listen to this, I would love to have you on the podcast too. Yeah, I'm promoting <laughs> him right now. I should get some credits. <laughs> <laughs> and then where can people find you if they want to connect or if they have any more questions or maybe they want to check out your travels, things like that? Well, I do have my personal Instagram account, um, which is Tamswim13. Um, but I do have a travel account because um, I really enjoy traveling and I enjoy you know, sharing my experiences and the places that I've been with everyone. And you can find me on Tam on route on Instagram. Awesome. You can find me on Facebook, but I'm mostly on Instagram, especially my travel page. Mm -hmm. And TikTok, she's Tam on route. But I'll put oh, the yeah. link to those also in the description. So people, you guys should check her out. She actually has some really cool little Instagram reels slash TikTok videos. So, and, and yeah, if you guys need your traveling planned or like your vacation planned, definitely reach out to her and I'm sure she could probably help you with it. But thank you, babe, for hopping on the podcast. It's been a pleasure. You are so welcome, my honey. Pleasure doing business with you. Mm -hmm. No, I'm joking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but alrighty. Thank, thank you. Thank you, babe. Bye.